This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. This is a unique, life-changing, eight-part broadcast entitled, You Are the Apple of God's Eye, that will make abundantly clear to the More Than Conquerors radio listener that there are powerful benefits in being part of the kingdom of God and being saved under the kingship of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are highly favored above all other creation, simply because the Creator loves us so much. But Pastor cautions that the level of favor in our lives will rise only to the level of our expectations. Our expectation must be based on our faith in and our obedience to what His Word says. Most importantly is the protection of that favor through a life of excellence, integrity, and the development of good character and a trustworthy spirit, evidenced by honesty, right living, and faithfulness to God's Word. Here's today's lesson on what God might expect from you, the apple of His eye. I want to talk to you today about a subject. I'm going to call it the favor factor, the favor factor. There is a factor that you need to factor in to every dream and vision and into your life just in general, and it's called favor. That's why I call it the favor factor. There is a divine favor that uh, God has for his people and is extended to his people, and it is the difference between, you know, making making it to your destination, making it, uh, seeing your dream become a reality, see your hopes and visions come to reality, and not. It's the favor factor. Uh, that's what I believe makes all the difference. I, I like this, this verse in um, Acts chapter 7. And if you're there with me, let's go over to cha- uh, chapter 7, verse 9. And just a little bullet, a little scripture, small portion of scripture, but we'll talk about this. And it says in verse 9, says, And the patriarch, patriarchs becoming envious sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him and delivered him out of all his troubles and gave him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he, Pharaoh, made him governor over all of Egypt and over all his house. Joseph had a dream. And, uh, you know, he told his brothers about his dream. He was one day out in the field and he told his brothers about his dream. And his brothers got extremely jealous because of the dream that Joseph told him. Because the dream was such that one day, Joseph's brothers would be bowing down to Joseph. And and he pursued his dream. And as a result, his brothers got so jealous that you know what happened. They beat him up, stuck him in a water pot, sold him off to the Ishmaelites, and they took him out into Egypt somewhere, and he was sold as a slave. But the interesting thing about Joseph's story is that no matter where he was in life, now, how many of you would agree with me? He came. He was beloved of his father. His father put a coat of many colors on him. He was. He was. His. I mean, he was the apple of his father's eye. Now he finds himself in a water jug, sold on a slave block uh, in Egypt, uh, torn from his family, torn from his his home country. How many of you agree with me that Joseph was in a really bad situation? That he was having some really big trouble in his life. 
But the Bible says that no matter what happened to Joseph, and this happened several times, you read the story, one day we'll go over it again. Every time it seemed like he got to the top, he went back down to the bottom. And this happened a few times in his life until he came to the fulfillment of the dream and the vision and the purpose that God had for him. See, you don't understand a lot of your ups and downs in life. God is in every one of the ups and he's in every one of the downs. And he is guiding you and guarding you safely to the destination that he's trying to bring you. Now, the interesting thing about this story is that no matter where Joseph was, the Bible says, but God was with him. Folks, let me tell you what, God is with you. No matter where you are in life, no matter what circumstance, situation, no matter whether it's up, down, this way, that way, God is with you in all things. It said, this is called the favor factor. This is called what I call the favor factor. God is with you. And it says, and he, God, delivered him out of all his troubles and gave him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. So much favor, so much wisdom, that the Pharaoh thought to make him the governor and actually did make him the governor over Egypt and all his house. How many of you are with me? That's promotion. Amen. Now, now, it was the favor and the wisdom of God that actually promoted Joseph. It was the wisdom and the favor of God that gave Joseph the promotion. That teaches me something. Sometimes I may not be 100% qualified for something, but because I've got the favor of God on my life, and I believe it, and I know it, and I, de- I declare it over my life, that means that when I walk in before authorities, there's something they're going to see in me that I may not even see in myself. It's called the favor of God that's upon your life. Come on, the hand of God, the favor of God is on you. One of the problems that we have, and I believe maybe we'll talk about it next time, but one of the problems is that, you know, you've got to, you've got to develop in that favor factor. You've got to walk and talk and act like you have the favor. Not in arrogance, in absolute humility, but knowing that you are anointed by God and you have the favor factor over your life. It was the favor of God that when we couldn't get anywhere and trying to put this building up and, and you know, get this, this land developed, that I went to the mayor and I just walked in there and I introduced myself to him. It was the favor of God that caused him to take a liking to me and to this church almost instantaneously. It was the favor of God that opened up his eyes to see that there was something more going on here than maybe what they totally understood. That's just, you know, my take on it. But, but I, believe, I believe that it was the favor of God over my life and over, over this church that turned the tide that was against us. We've got to understand that we've, we've got the favor factor that works in our lives. Joseph, the, the outstanding thing about Joseph's life is that no matter where he was, and we're not going to get into it big, you know, into it deep t- today, but no matter where he was, he always came back up to the top. And I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why. Because he knew God was with him. He knew that God was with him. See, when you know that God is with you, when you know that the favor of God rests on you, you turn the tide of every negative force that wants to try to infiltrate your thinking and ultimately take control of your life and take control of your future. Because only you and I have the power to, to turn those thoughts away. That's why you got to know, you got to know that you know that you know that you walk in the favor of God. Doors supernaturally will open to you. God will bring the right people across your path. I mean, you know, all, all of a sudden, you know, you, you may not be... Uh, 
You may not be anybody in the company, but the boss one day is going to be walking by, and because the favor of God is upon you, he's going to walk by and he's going to see him, and something's going to go ding, ding. Who is that person? There's something about that person that attracts me to him. I, I want to know something. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That's called the favor of God. You see, how many of you know that, that, that verse that says, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and he turns it whichever way he, he chooses, whatever way he wants to. God will turn the hearts of kings, of rulers, of authorities, of bosses. Come on. You see, you, you, come on. You, you, got it. you got to hear me. Don't you walk around with your head down. Don't you walk around complaining about, you know, what you don't have and, and what everybody else has. You pick your head up. You put your shoulders back. You look up to heaven and say, I walk. Thank you, Father, for putting the favor of God on my life. People are going to favor me. Doors are going to open for me. It doesn't matter who I am, where I'm from, what my back. It doesn't matter because when you know that you know that you know that the favor of God is on you, you will walk into every situation knowing that this thing is going to turn in your direction. That you're coming out better than the way you go in. Come on. Joseph knew that because he knew and he understood the favor factor that was upon his life. You and I. Now, if God did this for Joseph, now, let, let me explain. Joseph was under the old covenant. We're under the new covenant. And if you study your word, if you've been a student of the word, you understand this. But if not, let me enlighten you this morning. The Bible says that we have a better covenant based on better promises, Hebrews. So if we have a better covenant based on better promises, if God did that for Joseph in the old covenant, how much more will God do that for us who are in a better covenant with him? Wow, come on. That means that if God blessed him and God favored him and God promoted him, even when it looked like life was over, how much more is God going to do that for you and for me? Come on, somebody, pick up your countenance this morning. Get excited. Look up to heaven and say, thank God for the favor factor that works in my life. That's why when you're going for that job, when you're going for that promotion, when you're going for that mortgage, when you're going to buy that house, when you're going, you know, to some other authority for something and you need something granted to you, you walk in that place knowing that you may not have everything you need, but you do have this. You've got the favor of God that rests on you. You proclaim it. You declare it. I walk in the favor of God and God will turn men's hearts in my direction because the favor of God. See, see, you don't hear this preached too much because people don't, don't talk about this. Because it seems like so many people are in the negative mode, you know. They just want to talk about their problems. They want to talk about how hard it is, how bad it is, what's happened to me, what I don't have, how much rejection. Man, you know, Joseph could have done the same thing. But Joseph refused what he did is he made the best in, a, in, in every bad situation. He did the best that he could in the situation he was in. But he always knew that God was going to lead him out. You know what? Joseph never let go of his dream and his vision. He never let go of his dream. And he, he dreamt a dream and he never let it go, no matter where he was in life. You see. So we've got to, uh, we've got to understand that God is with us. God goes before us. And everywhere we go, we do not face those things alone, but we have the favor of God over our lives. See, when uh, we went to, we went to, you know, I've got, I've got 
I've got, you know, binders full in my head of testimonies of things. But we were trying to get financing for this church. We went everywhere and couldn't get it, couldn't get it, couldn't get it, and doors kept closing. Anybody ever had that experience? It was one bad day after another because we couldn't find financing. But I just kept saying, God, there's somebody out there there's somewhere where we're going to get financing for this church. This is way in the beginning when we trying to get this building completed. And it's amazing. I just kept proclaiming. We kept, not only me, but those that were standing with me, kept proclaiming that, God, you had an answer in all of this. And uh, it, it was, you know, a lot, of, a lot of doors slammed in my face. Just because doors slam in your face doesn't mean it's the end of your vision, the end of your life, your demise. Just because doors... See, every door that slammed in my face just got me more more purpose, more focus, and I'm going to find somebody because there is, there's the favor of God over my life. Someone is going to see and understand that we are a serious church and we are people of integrity. Somewhere along the line, God's going to turn a heart. And the day came when God turned a heart towards us and we were able to find the financing uh, to complete this building and to do what we needed to do. Just because doors shut in your face doesn't mean it's over. See, too many people quit a door, they have a little bit of trouble. Door slam. You know, you get, re- you get, you, you let the rejection get inside you to the point where you feel rejected, and you start thinking rejected. Just because rejection comes, do not take that upon yourself and feel like a reject. You are not a reject. You are the child of the living God, and the favor and the power and the anointing of God lives in you. And if you'll just keep being persistent and pursuing eventually the right heart is going to be turned towards you and you're going to end up right where you need to be. Come on. Is everybody with me? All right. So I want you to open with me for a few minutes that we have left. Let's go to the book of Romans and let's just look at a portion of uh, very familiar, but we're talking about the favor factor. How much more? While you're doing that, let me give you a couple of definitions of what favor means. All right. Uh, Vine's expository dictionary on New Testament words defines the word favor in the Bible this way. The word represents the position one enjoys before a superior who is favorably disposed towards him. goes back to the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, right? So so let me read it again. The word represents the position one enjoys before a superior who is favorably disposed towards him. God's going to turn hearts towards you, but you've got to exercise this favor. You've got to work this favor. You've got to meditate on it. You've got to walk. See, if you walk into a situation all rejected, dejected, you know, negative, well, that's going to be the result. See, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What are you thinking in your heart? Do you see that you walk in the favor of God? I can tell the difference uh, of people who walk in, who, who, who exercise this favor, walk in this favor. I can see it. I can see it in their demeanor. I can see it in their attitude. I can see it in their gait. I can see it in the way they walk. They walk in the favor of God because they realize that no matter what, they know that they're going to come up on top. They know that the favor of God is upon their lives. So, so here's, another, here's another definition from Vines. It refers to what a king or a person in authority can and will do for someone he likes. It's amazing how many people like me. Now, I'm serious. I'm being serious. That sounds prideful. No, 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 no. It's amazing how I've come across all these people in my life and they take a liking to me. Well, I'm smart enough to know that that's not just because I'm such a nice person. I know it to be the favor of God in my life. God has given me favor 
which has caused people to like me. Are you getting? Are you getting? Now, now I can't, I can't, you know, I can't walk around being, being obnoxious, irritating, arrogant, because when I do that, I actually hurt the favor factor in my life. One of the best things that you can learn about favor is flow with it, baby. Flow with it. You got the favor of God on your life. So don't be arrogant. Don't walk around arrogant like you're a big shot. And you say, well, I got the favor. No, man. You, you humble yourself. We're going to talk about that. Uh, maybe next time we come together, I got some notes on that whole thing. Because some people undo the favor factor because you just can't get your act together. You can't get your arrogance under control. You can't get your, you know, your, your snippiness under control. You got that snippy spirit, and everybody knows it. Snip, snip. Here comes Sister Snip. <laughs> snippy, snippy, snippy. No matter what you say, snip, snip, snip. Man. And you wonder why nobody say, well, I got the favor of God, but you got the snip problem. You got to deal with that because you undermine the favor factor when your character is not in line with the Word of God. That's why, listen, why do you think, why do you think I spend so much time trying to help you to develop good character? Because your bad character is undermining the favor of God in your life. If you develop good, strong character based upon Bible principles, God's favor on top of it, brother or sister, there ain't nothing you can't do in this life. There ain't nothing that someone else won't do for you because the favor of God is on your life. But if you don't have good character, you're undermining the favor factor in your life. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's why the Bible talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And Paul outlines it very, very clearly between what's fruit and what's of the flesh. We got, man, don't destroy the favor factor. Flow with it. Go with it. Work on the character. Know that no matter what people get on you, don't get back on them. You just back off and say the favor factor will take charge here. All right. So let me give you some words that describe favor. And this is all from the Bible. This is all from Bible dictionaries. And basically what this is, is what God will do for you. These are, this is what God will do for you. Acts of kindness. Give preference. How many of you know God wants to give you preference? You are preferred. Wow. See, now if you're not careful, somebody says, well, Pastor, it sounds kind of arrogant. No. The Bible says that we should not think more highly of ourselves than we ought. It says more highly. Right? I don't have time to get to that verse right now, but it says we ought not think more highly of ourselves, but we ought to think highly of ourselves in proportion to the Word of God. We ought to walk in proportion and think in proportion to God's Word. God thinks something really good about us. Why should we think less of ourselves? God wants to prefer us. Why should we want to say, well, I don't deserve it. Honey, sweetheart, let me tell you what, you don't deserve it. You never will deserve it. God made you deserving by the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ that comes through Jesus Christ. So why not just accept it and start thinking the way God thinks about you? I'm the beloved of the Lord. I'm favored. I I'm highly favored. I walk. Come on. I walk in the favor of God. People's hearts will be turned towards me because the favor of God rests on my life. Why not speak in alignment with God's word? So it says acts of kindness, give preference. Here's another word, support. God wants to support you. Here's one, I love, these are two words together. Promote and advance, I love it. 
I love that word promote in it. I love making advancements. I don't want to just stay the same. I want to be, I want to be growing. I want to be getting promoted. I don't want to just, you know, stay where I am and God forbid go backwards. I want to progress ahead. That's all under promote and advance. God wants to promote you. God wants to advance you. God, here's another word, help. He wants to help you. And here, this word, increase. These are all the words that describe the word favor as it relates to what God will do for you. Why? Because he loves you. Because you are his child. Because he has promised that in his word, and God is not a man that he would lie, he'll not back up on his word. His word is forever settled in heaven. Come on, somebody say amen. That's what he thinks about you. That's what God thinks about you. That's what he thinks about me. All right, Romans chapter 8. Let's go through this real fast. We've got a few minutes left, and let's just go through these verses. These are very familiar verses, but I'm going to show you the favor factor. I want to show you one portion here, what I call the, this describes in detail in one portion of Scripture, many places. Psalm 103 is another place. We may get to that next time. But here's, here we can see a very clear description of the favor of God working and operating in our lives. All right. So here in verse 28 of chapter 8, it says this, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Well, I just love to think about that because all things, first of all, he says we know. So we ought to know this. How many of you have been walking with the Lord for six months? More than, how many of the six months? Last six months you've been walking with the Lord. How many of you have been walking with the Lord for a year? How many of you have been walking with the Lord for two years? Five years? Ten years? Fifteen years? Twenty-five years? Thirty years? I still have my hand up. Thirty-three years? More than thirty-three years? You got me beat, all right? Almost. Now i got to back that up. I'm more than thirty-three years. But thirty-three years serving God. But I've been walking with Him longer than that. All right? So, so... So you ought to know this. No matter how long you've been walking, you ought to know because of the favor factor in your life that even sometimes when things don't look so good, God is going to turn it to your good and make what looks like, you know, something not good, God will turn it to good because the favor of God is upon your life. We ought to know that God works all things together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. So the enemy will try to throw something at you from one direction. See, this is what you should not do. You shouldn't fall apart, lay down, play dead, start glorifying the devil. Man, the devil throws something. You just stand there and say, praise God, I've got it. Romans 8, God will work this to my good somehow, some way. This thing is going to turn around and it's going to, it's going to be worked to my good. That's called the favor factor operating in your life, working in your life. So what are we supposed to do as a believer when stuff comes against us? We're to stand our ground, stand on the word. Trust God. Begin to declare that the favor of God is on my life. God is with me. His hand of anointing is upon my life. Nothing is going to come that's going to bring me down. God will work this to my good. Man, I've got a, I've got a life. I've got a life. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC radio ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.